now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. You will not believe what I did. Okay, I'm pushing this button early because I because of a commitment, because I want to be the truth of what I said just yesterday. And let me tell you what I did. I got up and I was getting ready to get back in the bed and I looked around. I didn't I was like, okay, I'm I need to go get the microphone. I'm like, but if I go down the hall and that that shake 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 you just heard that's the dog following me I was like I was getting ready to come down the hall to get the mic and I'm like well if I do that I can't come and get back in the bed because that's not the routine of life that I'm trying to have right now and I need to live up to what I'm trying to get encourage others to do right so then I looked at like oh that means I can't leave out of here without making up the bed so now I've got to make up the bed and you know what I feel good about it I'm well rested had a great shutdown process last night so I went right into sleep um and the dog is like wait we doing this we doing this yeah we doing this early okay <laughs> so he'll he'll settle in the spot because he he has been following me we had some storms yesterday so he's been on my heels and uh I, I actually got up last night to uh go back and make sure I did a quick shutdown in the kitchen and I realized that he wasn't uh he wasn't where he should have been and so I don't know where he ended up but he finally came to bed so I woke up, so I'm up. I mean, you can tell, like, what is this energy she has for her to say that she's been up early? Um, and I wanted to come on because I saw one of the first things of my notifications was a debate that's going on and on and on and on. And it has to do with Will and Jada. And, you know, of course, Will and Jada being celebrities and not only that, uh, one of the top couples out of black couples out of Hollywood, top couples, but I'm just saying as far as black excellence in Hollywood and so forth. Um, this thing that's going on with them, this new admission, new admission, because God just read table talk has come out. There's been so many. Um, it's, I just find it funny, irony, strange that people, and maybe this is what people do. I don't know to do that. I think, I think what I'm learning is I don't know to do a lot of things that people are out here doing in this world in order to be who they are. And yesterday I was in the kitchen, I was getting ready to go live and I went to mute the television. When I went to mute the television that, and, and I'm going right off into this story, guys, I'm Yolanda at Dryer Buzz. If, if you are not following this podcast and if it, it ended up on your timeline because a friend or a family member shared it, it's called how to get out of bed and it's unscripted first thoughts in the morning, frog in the throat, just a little bit of lemonade to wet my whistle and to keep it going. I hope that's the thing. I hope that's not a, you know, you know, you know how sayings and, and cliches now you gotta go research them to see like that, that doesn't sound right. Just to get my organs running, wet my lips. So I don't be all dry mouth. It's just, this is not going good. Okay. So anyway, uh, getting into this thing, it's like, how do we get out of bed? We get, we wake up in the morning, we start processing our day. And for some of us, that processing is more triggering than the day itself. And we have to, what I'm trying to do, one of the reasons I started this is I went through a grief situation, had a loss like many, you know, and that's the thing about it is I experienced something that everybody in the world experiences and it hit differently because I've been so preoccupied with learning everything else. I didn't learn about this phase of life, meaning, um, aging, um, becoming an older woman, becoming an empty nester. You know, when you've been a mom all your life, I've been a mom like all my life. 
and now I'm an empty nester. I have to find time and space. All these things that I thought I'd ever want to do. It's like, okay, why aren't you doing them now? Cause you, and my kids tell me, but you have no more kids. And I'm like, I still have kids. I st I'm still a mom. Whether I have to get up and worry about whether or not there's enough cereal for the four of you or the, everything you've ever wanted in life. And I still worry about that. Even though you're your your house and I'm at mine, I still worry, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still satisfied when I see, oh, you're out ha having a nice meal at a restaurant. I don't have to sit over here and worry about if you're eating or if you're, you've paid your bills. I remember my grandmother used to ask me all the time, my, my father's mother, and I was lucky to have two different generations of grandparents. And so I had my father's mother for a long time, all through my life and having my kids, you know, she got a chance to be the great grandmother, you know, to my children. And she was really literally my best friend. Cause y'all know I don't deal with a lot of folks. Right. So I spent my, I spent, there was a time where I just, we spent a lot of time with her. I spent a lot of time with her engaging. Once I became an adult, a young adult where I could control our relationship as opposed to having to mediate our relationship. She and I having to mediate our relationship through my dad. He'll love hearing that, but that's how I have to process that because children, young people, all of us throughout life, your, your children are processing. We got to stop thinking that people aren't processing. That's why I want to talk about Will and Jada. And I, and, and I want to talk about Will and Jada in a sense that hopefully we relate some of this to us because it's no longer about Will and Jada because they need to go fix that stuff, right? They've, they've decided that they were going to craft these lies over time and everybody around them was processing these lies. And that's what I want to talk about. So when, once I got to a point in life where I could craft my own relationship with my grandmother and not have to mediate it or navigate it through the, through my father, you know, I was, I was my father's only child, my grandmother's only grandchild. And I only really got a chance to see her if my father took me. And so when I got old enough that I could transport myself to her and spend more time with her, I would go spend the nights, you know, different things like that. Right. You know, cause you, you navigate things differently with different sides of your family. Um, I had, on my mom's side, I was my mother's only child, but my mother was one of 10. So I had cousins out the wazoo and I had grandparents on that side as well. And I spent a lot of time there because we all, all the cousins went to the same school. We all went to the grandparents' house after school. And then our parents picked us up namely my mother and most of the time I said I stayed because again my, 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 I'm, only, I'm an only child my mother didn't want me to be a latchkey kid so I spent a lot of time at the grandparents and a lot of time with the cousins when school was out summers and all of that and my father was off on Mondays and Tuesdays so you know those were the days that we went my parents were divorced they finally divorced when I was about 10 I believe and um and so you know I had the quote-unquote you know there was a divorce decree and the visitation the child support all those other heavyweighted things even though my father lived up to them all and is on my speed out to this day we're still we're always great um uh, but we have we have such a unique relationship because like I said my on my father my, my on my father's side he and my mother represented different generations than on my mother's side. And my mother was the youngest of a brood of 10. So that it ran the gamut of age range. My grandparents on my mother's side, 
um, were older than my, and I didn't, we don't realize it because you're the grandparents, right? But you try and process it. Like there's something different here. My father being the only child and my grandmother was not even the only child. He had had a brother that was deceased. So he was her only child for a very long time because the other child apparently died in, in, in youth. Um, and so, which made her shelter him much, much more, especially coming through the time that they all lived. Okay. We're talking about being born in the forties, raised in the fifties and sixties, um, parents in the seventies, you know, in eighties and so forth and just navigating that world. And so once I got to craft that relationship, transport myself to her, we spent a lot of time. And like I said, she got a chance to be great grandmother to all of my children, whereas the grandparents on the other side didn't, they were gone by the time I had kids as well as much of my mother's older siblings. We lived through, lived through all that. So when it came time, I think this is where I was going. When it came time for me to ex be exposed to experience that kind of loss and my children to process that kind of loss, it's like, it should have been some lessons. But what happens to us, and I'm talking for those of us that do process these things, and it does cause us some anxieties to the point that we can't get out of bed, which is the name and the purpose of this podcast, is don't omit the fact that everybody around you within your midst is processing you. And I think that's why, because people keep saying, what Jada and Will is doing is none of our business, but it is our business because they've crafted content around it by which they want to entertain us and make their living, right? Otherwise, it would be none of our business except they want us to watch it. There's a reason Jada went back to the table to help make sense of some of the strange stuff that has come up at the table unintentionally, right? And let me just tell you, I, there are very personal examples in my life and in, even in my family and in other families and other in workplace, you go into the break room when you go to the break room in a little bit, if you haven't already been, uh, cause that's probably where you're going to hit this play button. Look around the break room. A lot of these things that we are experiencing in life, they break down to numbers like one in four and it used to be one in four. It's now one in three. Because especially with, with social media, because now we all, we all have a connection. I had a friend request, uh, last night, uh, of somebody I've seen a couple of times, uh, from my old neighborhood. And I'm like, and, and I didn't even realize their real name was their real name. I thought it was something else. We, you know, we, you call people by what you call people by. And I'm like, man, this name looks familiar. What is it? I recognize, then I recognize the last name. Then I'm looking at the first name. Like, I don't know the first name and it's kind of associated. And I'm like, I thought it was his brother. And I'm like, oh, no, we're not taking that friend request. And I'm like, no, wait a minute. That's different. I'm looking at the picture like I can almost get a glimpse of a, the childhood friend in, the, in this adult, right? And I'm like, okay, let me accept it and see what happens. They jump in my inbox to go going deep down in, in my profile. We're going to unfriend this because this ain't, this ain't what you want, right? Because, like, I have to warn people before they follow me because I'm not on these platforms, you know, just singing the jingles of the day and to borrow from Hallibel, Harry, Bell, Harry Belafonte, I don't just sing the jingles of the day. Uh, this is part of my life's mission and business and, you know, crafting content and so forth. And it's a shocker. And I tell people, if you're not following a million people, 
Don't follow me because I will overconsume your timeline. And then you're unfollowing. You'll be walking around mad and trying to process what the hell is she going through? Because I have an audience and I speak to that audience and I'm doing it here at uh, just a few seconds, 12 to 12 minutes into this. And so I want us to understand that people are processing us and in that processing there's a manipulation, and that's what I want to talk about when I talk about Will and Jada. But I'm going to talk about Will and Jada, but the people that I know that live the lifestyle of the Will and Jada, like, you know, they're, they're, they're something on the surface. There's a tip of an iceberg, and then there's a whole iceberg under there. And people are always trying to process the iceberg, but you can look just like the Titanic. You can look and you can see the tip of the iceberg up ahead, and you can try and make, you can try your damnedest to put enough distance between you and the tip of that iceberg, but you don't know how deep it goes. You don't know how wide it goes. What's your iceberg? What's the depth of your iceberg? That's the question. And do you even have a clue of how many people are processing you? I had to learn, and I'm thankful that I'm, I'm thankful that I'm always preoccupied. So I miss a whole lot of stuff, but I, I remember catching this one day with my anxiety and I talk about it all the time. It was a day, you know, I was a single mom and my children were looking forward to getting those corporate tickets. Then they go to that corporate night at Six Flags. It came every year around, I think either September or November. I don't know. I think maybe September, right when the park was getting ready to close. It doesn't really close now. Well, it's closed. It's limited now because if you listen to this in the future, this is during quarantine. So, and think about it. Now we're in quarantine dealing with COVID-19. So people have a whole lot of time to be processing these icebergs out here. We're all out here in this, in the make it so bad. We're all out here in charted waters that like, like we're not even floating around in uncharted waters. We are floating around in charted waters. Like I can, if I want to know you, I'll never forget. Let me give one more story time. I was uh, walking to my car. I was coming from an event and I'm the kind of person when I would go into the city, I had these couple places I would safely park, um, that I could get back to my vehicle and I didn't have to worry about getting booted or ticketed or anything like that. Right. So I'm going back to my car. So lo and behold, you know, I'm trying to, I got a little expiration about to happen. Right. And luckily the guy is uh, at the car ahead of mine. I've got time to jump in mine and get up out of there because you know, time's getting ready to change and that my alarm is going off, get back to your vehicle. And, uh, and this was one of those places where I would not have normally parked, but I think I went to like either some, some talk or something over there. I think I'd gone to the Auburn Avenue research library and convenient parking was the only parking left was a little ways away. And as I'm walking to my car, I see the guy that's doing the, you know, he's getting ready to ticket everybody and all this kind of stuff. So I'm trying to rush to my vehicle. And he sees me doing the hurry. I'm trying, she's trying to get to that vehicle. So he comes to my door and he, he gives me, you know, the, the icebreaker talk or whatever. And he then proceeds to try to hit on me. He wants my phone number, you know, the thing, you know, asking me where you coming from, where you going, where da, 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, engage in this conversation. And, and I was like, and, I, and then I, I, I start processing. I tune in. I'm like, oh, he's, he's doing the icebreaker thing. He's flirting. Cause you know, that ain't where my mind is ever at. Right. I'm like, well, let me go ahead and flirt a little bit so I can get out of him trying to put this uh, citation on my car. And so I can go ahead and get out of here. And I mean, like he's, 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 he's hard with it. Right. And I'm like, oh, so he, he gives me his name and in the process of him giving me his name and he's talking and giving me the, the spiel why I should stop what I'm doing and be interested in him. I hit him up. I look at him on Facebook right quick. I'm like, you said your name. I'm going <coughs> to look you up. 
and, and I looked him up, and I'm like, oh, man, he's thirsty as hell, dude. Walk away. His Facebook was so thirsty. I'm like, oh. And in just that moment, I was able to discover. And I didn't do all of that while talking to him. Uh, I finally got rid of him. And I'm looking, you know, because I think we did exchange either Facebook or, or something, right? And something in whatever his, whatever his mo mode of operandi was. He got a little bit of information out of me. And I'm looking at the Facebook. And I'm like, and I'm getting ready to leave or whatnot. He's gone on finishing up the work and I didn't get the citation ticket or whatever. And, uh, and so I'm looking at the Facebook and I'm looking at, Oh, he's empty nester thing. He's, you know, he had a kid look like kid just left off of college, you know? So now he's home alone and, you know, and all this kind of thing. And, and I'm like, Oh, he's, he's lonely and this, that, and the other. And it was so funny because over the course of the next days, or so, um, I think he reached out in the inbox or whatever. I didn't pay any attention, but then I got, because we had, I guess, connected on, um, Facebook or whatever, got this notification that he had changed his relationship status. And I'm like, that is so insane. Like how, and it was not to me, hold up, don't, don't get it twisted. Not to me, to somebody else. He changed his relationship. I'm like, so, oh, in the course of jumping out there and introducing himself to all these people, he settled on somebody. I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> and I'm like, at that point, please don't come back in my inbox, you know, because you never know. Processing 17, uh, little, 17 and a half minutes into this, guys. All right, so the thing about it is people have so much access to you. So I say that to say that, we are no longer in uncharted waters. I just watched a, an entertainment interview and, the, and they were given, this person created a video about the cast of a television show and everything that they reported on, you could tell they just grabbed it all from social media. They didn't interview any of these celebrities, which in my day of 20 years of blogging, you'd go to the source. That just not a thing anymore. And you really don't have to, because like I said, some of them are so revealing, like nobody really has to go and interview Jada. In fact, I've had probably three or four opportunities because she spent a lot of time in Atlanta. And of course, anybody filming anything is in Atlanta. Uh, premieres of everything is in Atlanta. And I think I did go to one that she was at. I don't know. No, I know what it was. I was at an event and everybody was leaving even to go to her event. And I was like, it's too much going on with her right now. I'm not even trying to go because I was already seeing this stuff. You can't be around in industry for 20 years and not know. That's the thing about it is yes, people are processing you and some people are processing it correctly. Some people already know your stuff and you've never met them and said a word to them. You think don't nobody know. And the thing about it is everybody knows because I keep telling y'all there are only so many levels of human behavior. There's only so many levels of imagination. There's only so many levels of lying and covering up and there's so many levels and there's so many levels of what you exhibit your body exhibits, your body language exhibits, okay? There's only so many levels of all of that to everybody knows. I remember the very first social media post that Will Smith posted. And he flipped the camera on Jada. And I was like, ooh, that wasn't, that, that wasn't something some not right right there, right? Because I can't, again, I got 20 years of hanging out with these celebrities. I'm like, 
and in the way in just the way that Jada looks at Will Smith, just the way the, the Will Smith looks at Jada, all of that stuff is, is in between. The body language will let you know. And Will, uh, as you know, right about maybe two years from now, came on he uh, very aggressively was trying to grow a create craft a social media following and he started he did the first one uh, and he might have had some accounts somewhere but he did this one where he created you know um the verified account on instagram and you know he thanked uh, justin timberlake and ellen degeneres and so forth you know heavy names heavy hitters because his goal was to go ahead and get that hundred million following you know and i don't know who who all has it i think a couple of celebrities are at that point um but a hundred million following and he hit you know the millions like real quick and i think like in six months he didn't have it at six months but i i followed it from first post to about six months and he was well into it and he literally had gone around the world and done all these amazing challenges all the different challenges and trends and everything uh got bought all the gadgets hired the team he hired the team they used every kind of gadget including the drones and all this and he created all this amazing content to grow this following because you cannot go to a negotiating table in hollywood and say that you have nowhere no way to go to the source when you have a project and the source being the audience you know no longer can you depend on earned media being on the cover of a magazine or having all of the the greats come and sit down and want to interview you and bloggers are no longer interested because nobody's you know buying mark buying media uh, ad nobody's buying advertising they just want you to come oh go to brunch and have a lunch and here's a swag bag and it's like no that's not enough anymore because the influencers are like wait a minute no i need a couple of uh, thousand to a couple of hundred thousand for a post and they're, and they're like wait that's that's like no it's not right it's not uh it's not a true testament to uh it's, it's not right but it's advertising this day. It's marketing. It's influencer marketing. And that's how it's like nobody, nobody trying to post that. You know, uh, yeah, I, 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 when I started, it was like, oh, let, um, you're invited to the top five star hotel in the city. We're going to pay for your valet parking. You get a four or five course meal. Uh, but we still want to buy some ads. We want to wrap your, um, and when I was blogging, it, when I, when I first started, it was, they would wrap your site basically you know and pay for that right and and all of a sudden it's like wait you know the checks are like they're different but then came it's the posting oh you know you, you have to keep up with these things anyway but let's not get into that i'll talk about that when i go over on the twitter when we have our twitter talk but anyway the thing about it is at 22 into this is that People are out here lying. People are out here thinking you only see the tip of the iceberg and they do go far and wide and deep. But the thing about to the liars, people who are living in error, L-I-E, living in error, L-I-E, and think that they got some haters. Like, I love that. This is where I commend Jada and Will. Okay, now we'll mention black Twitter, but you did not hear them say we got some haters because the one thing that they knew and the one thing that they do own up to is that their life has been lived in error. They they are here to fix the errors. Um, I don't know how many people are already at that point with them and just saying, hey, that's fine. Let's fix the errors. Let's stop manipulating our, our friends and especially our family. Let's stop manipulating our family because when you are lying, and I'm going to get back to the story where about the kids and the Six Flags, 
when I realized that our children, this is what this is about. Our children are processing us the day that my kids wanted to go to Six Flags and they had gone all day worrying about if I was going to be stable enough with dealing with this anxiety to get out of bed, to get dressed. Cause I took off that day, which meant it was a hard day. Wait, she didn't go to work and we got to go to this corporate event. Well, they, I had the day off. And so having the day off, I mean, I didn't have anything to occupy the thoughts that I was having at that time. They overwhelmed me. Kids came home from school. I'm home. Uh oh, we, there's a chance we might not make it to the six flags. So, and I'm hearing them processing. So do this. Let's not bother her. Just let her rest. What time do we need to get dressed? Where's our clothes? And I'm, I'm like, damn, they are really, they are really managing me. And they're not managing me. They're really managing my anxiety. And that's when I realized, you know, the effects it has, what we go through has on others. We did make it to Six Flags. It still was probably one of the worst nights. And I have had to probably do a do-over. But as a parent, you 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 do, you do you come with do-overs all the time. Do-overs are happening all the time because you miss moments. You miss days because... You, you have your own brokenness and, but you still want a family and you don't process these things. And we don't live in a world where it's all important to everyone that we stop, that we get a chance to stop and fix what's wrong. It's, we don't, all of us don't have, we don't have a red table saying, listen, let's go to the table. I find the table in your house. I found one with the kids like, listen. I don't want anybody up in here walking around holding on to anything. We're going to figure out who we all are. And we did that. We did a deep dive, figure out who we are, who we are to each other. Find your ally in this house, in this family, find your ally. And that's who you live for yourself. Giving them not the permission, but the power, empowering my children to live for themselves. I am constantly reminding them, you live for you. Yeah, I'm a person. I'm, I've got human behaviors. I'm, I'm a mom too. I'm going to be judgy on some stuff. But I also want you to live for you. I also want you to live. Your life is yours. I am so out of your business. I am so totally out of your business. Yes, I'm your mom. And yes, I'm going to be judgy on some stuff because there are things that I want. I crafted you. I gave birth to you. I brought you into this world. I have done things all of my life to make sure that when you get to certain points in your life, that you just get to live your life. And yes, I've said some things at times when I didn't know any better. I've done some things at times when I didn't know any better. But I hope that you see the learning, the processing and me, because I want you to get to a lot of places that I got to, but I want you to get there sooner and I want it to be easier. We were, I posted a uh, conversation at 26, I posted a conversation piece with these two magazine covers with Viola on one and Michaela on another. And I'm so struck by the fact that people keep saying, Michaela just got here. Yeah, she's a descendant. She's a daughter. Um, and, and people keep saying that, well, Viola, like, like 
How do we not understand that people are supposed to come after us? I am so trying so hard to get to the tribe of people who are concerned about the descendants having an easier opportunity than us. And, and there's too many of us out here that don't operate in that way, which is why we have young people that keep that, which is why these young people are in the streets today trying to get people to, to admit and getting people to admit that black lives matter because the people who were in the streets saying we shall overcome were only talking about them. I'm sorry. There's clear and concise evidence to show that they were only talking about them to the point that the black Panther movement had to come after them, that all of these movements had to come after one suffrage, one suffrage movement after another. You had the women's suffrage movement, and then guess what? The women got the right to vote, and they voted against black women. It's like we've got to get to a point where we realize that either we are benefiting or we are putting people at a disadvantage. It's only two things. or No, there's three. There's whatever you're doing in your life has no impact on. Can you honestly say that what you are doing, what you're going to do with this day today and all of it, that what you're going to do is either going to benefit someone, it's going to neg negatively impact someone, or it's not going to impact anybody else. That's what your decisions need to be. What I'm getting ready to do is not going to impact, impact anybody else. Everybody's going to go home. Like they say, it's going to be a good day. Ain't nobody got to die today. Okay. But then again, look how many people don't want to put on a damn mask. And, and don't want to put on a mask. Not because it could save their lives. They certainly don't want to put on a mask because it can help save somebody else because you don't know if you have COVID-19 or not. But talking about it's, imp it's impeding your right. Your right is stay your ass at home. I, I was up before I went to bed last night. Guess what I did? I set up my order to come Friday morning. Because it's from a store. I know I don't want to go in that store because it's a million people in there every minute. And I don't want to go. But guess what? They have the opportunity for me to order. Somebody will pick it up and they will drop it at the door. I, I don't even have to see them. Hassle-free. I talked about that on the Twitter talk yesterday to the business about being hassle-free. Eight seconds in this, we got to let you go. Somebody's processing you. And you might not think it, but your body language says, whoa, look at me. I'm, I'm, something's not right with me. Your thoughts, your actions, are out, you're out here manipulating people. That anxiety that you have, I hope, you don't, I hope you're not experiencing that anxiety because you're manipulating. My anxiety was because I was trying to avoid all the manipulators. I, so I still to this day, I get this anxiety. Like, I'm, pro, I'm processing something right now. Like, damn. And it's like, what did I do? It's like, but wasn't the, you know, because I, I, I guess I misunderstood. I guess I misunderstood. You know, somebody taught a class. I thought we were all supposed to learn it, and now they seem to be in their feelings. I don't know. It happens. You know, it's but it's a it's a misunderstanding, and it's something that's got to be processed because that person is obviously living in error. And and when you have to process an encounter with a person who's living in error, it takes some time. There goes my stomach growling, and y'all know I'm juicing, so I got to go continue the routine don't be out here living in error don't be out here living in error um if you take anything from the will and jada 
you know, just be thankful that they did come to the table. And I think in coming to the table, while, you know, it's content for us to, to debate and the dialogue, I'm happy that they got to a point where everybody, their children, their friends, their family, their industry, their, their audience, their fans, everybody now gets to stop processing that. That's okay. But then you have to go on. People are now processing. Why did this woman, this married woman manipulate? Cause let me tell you, married people who step outside your marriages, you know, in some places there, there was laws against this stuff. I don't know why it's not against the law. Cause, it, cause you entered into a lawful, you entered into a lawful contract with another individual. There ought to be something doing something outside that contract. I just think there are, I just think there should be, but there is what, what you are doing is you're manipulating other people. When you, when you coerce a person into living a lie with you and, and it's a lie when we coerce people into living lies with us, like say, for instance, I say, okay, y'all, thank you for listening to this podcast, but don't tell nobody you heard it. Don't tell nobody it came from me, you know? And it's like, right? Like people tell me all the time, man, you're so brave. Your podcasts are so brave. The things that you share, be I share it because people are processing it because people want to know what then, you know, she came to this event and she was so upbeat. And then I ran into her and she barely spoke. Yeah, that was work. <laughs> okay. Socializing. Like I don't do that. Right. It's a different thing. You know, I go to this event. I had to speak that I had to get on stage. I had to moderate. I had to, I had to host that. That was work. That was what I do. But I go over here. I'm sitting down. I'm quiet. I'm observing. I'm listening. I'm learning. It's two different things. It's two different things. When I hit this button, I turn around here on this couch and I sit here probably a couple of hours to have me take this dog out. I'm, I'm not on my phone. My phone does not ring. I just, and it does. A couple of people have my number and I'm like, damn, why do they have my number? A couple of people have my number and I, and, I, and I do the social thing every now and then. But, but they, they, they know how to process it. They know and I, and I love that. It's like they, they got busy. They get busy. They got their, they got their lives. Let people know. If, and guess what? I'm going to tell you like this. Even if you don't let them know, people are processing. Somebody is processing you. Don't live in error. Don't, don't put them in the position of the Titanic where they see you and they try to get close to you and they crash and a big old hole is in them and they sink. That's what we're doing to people out here. Jada put a big old hole in August. We'll put a big old hole in Jada. Jada put a big old hole in. They put a big old hole in their kids. We'll put a big old hole in the first wife. The first wife, I don't know. First, I, I still can't see what the first wife did anything wrong. I think she just, you know, ran into an iceberg. But she was able to patch hers up and keep it going. Jada been drowned. Apparently, according to Jada, she her ship has been going down all this time because because she consented to it. She gave permission that okay, I'm gonna let this weigh me down and let it drain everything out of me to the point I gotta go and let somebody outside of our contract fill me up again, and then that person that fill me up again because now you don't put a hole in that person. I love the fact that my stomach is growling this loud because that means the juicing is working, and I gotta let y'all go because we're five minutes over. But I want to make sure this makes sense, right? And when you hear me say Will and Jada, I want you to substitute the names you need to substitute in there. If it's yours, put yours in there. I don't put mine in there. 
And I might have, I, I, I'm an iceberg just like everybody else. There have been people trying to get close to me and like, ouch, <laughs> what is that? You know, I was like, like even trying to accept the friend request. I'm like, ooh, they, they hadn't seen me in a while. You know, they don't know how, how wide this iceberg is. And if I accept this friend request, they're going to get instantly. They probably over there like, damn, wait, what, what, what? Reading and reading and reading. And I'm like, hey, that's how it is. You know, process these things. We are not out here in uncharted waters. We are in charted waters. There are people that have come before us and tried to leave us to breadcrumbs and show us the way of life. It in 99, probably 0.9% of what we're all going through. People have been here before. And, and as evidence in the, in the Viola and the Michaela uh, reaction that people gave to the post, I understand that there are people who don't want to show the next generation the way. They just don't. They don't intend to. They feel like people should start at the beginning. Like they did. That's not how you work. It's not how having descendants work. Look at him. Look at Hamilton. I hope y'all watch Hamilton. In the entire conversation of Hamilton, everybody in there was thinking about their legacy, their descendants. Everybody, and there was one particular story, and I got to go back and get the names because I'm not well versed on all this. But the young guy that wanted that his legacy, he wanted his legacy to be that while while all these founding fathers were fighting for this, he wanted to bring the black black people their freedom. He was going. He wanted. He wanted to leave the black regiment. And, uh, and remember in the letter and his, his father, he still said that they're going to be, he said, they're going to be thousands more of me. I'm, I'm dying. I'm dead and gone, but they're going to be so many more of me. They're going to keep coming and keep coming because us not having our freedom. is not right. Look at these young people with their, with black lives matter. And, 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 and the thing about it is people were forewarned that there's going to be a generation like another generation and like another generation. And they're not going to, they're not going to go for the status quo. They're going to come. They're going to want to change. And then in between that, they're going to be generations like my generation. We were the change that the other generation fought for, even though they weren't fighting for us legitimately because they got beef with us. Okay. The boomers and the gen, gen, gen X, right. Got beef, right. Cause that's, cause they're parenting, right? Even though they wanted the best for us, you know, we got, we got beef, right? And cause that, the whole thing about we hear people like pass the torch, right? They didn't necessarily pass the torch. They were like, oh, we, we, they had this attitude of we, we got ours, you get yours kind of thing. And that's the wrong attitude to have with descendants. It's the wrong. You're supposed to pass the torch and the torch shouldn't have to burn. The torch should be everlasting. A torch should be everlasting. And, and that's not something that happens. And it's an American problem because everybody's trying to live the American dream. And the American dream is absolutely a nightmare because there's so much wrong with it. Look at what again happened with Hamilton, Hamilton. Okay. Uh, and I, I'm sorry, the history books didn't teach it the way Hamilton teaches it. Uh, and Hamilton, I'm sorry, the history books doesn't allow us to process it. The way Hamilton allowed us to process it, because Hamilton, 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 the the stage play and the film was about letting others process it, letting others see it, you know, beyond the way others were using it to manipulate. 
See, the first, the way history is told in one form is about manipulation. The way history is told in other forms are addendums because the understanding that more and more people are trying to process it. Because more and more people are trying to live. And the question is, do you, can you live and let live? Make sure as you go on, as you, as this thing stops and you're, you're invited over to dryerbus.com, make sure that you turn around, you think about yourself. The thing I want you to process today, are you just simply impacting? Are you negatively impacting? Or are you manipulating? Are you out here, are you, this is what I'm going to call this thing. Are you out here manipulating people? Are you out here trying to manipulate folks? Are you out here trying to get people are you just, are you out here manipulating people? Cause guess what? I'm going to tell you like this. It doesn't take all of that. It doesn't take any of that to get what you want. It just doesn't. Manipulation just does not have to happen. There are things that I desire in this day and I don't have to manipulate anybody to get it. There are people who are willing to, to work with you. There are people who are willing to help. There are people who are willing to help you realize everything that you want to do. And there, and there are ways in order to realize what you want. And you don't have to deal with people at all. Hassle-free. I need some, I need, um, uh, trying to finish up my juicing. Go on the app. And you know what? And the thing about it is what I have coming on, on tomorrow, I didn't even know I could do it that way. What's happening? My Friday and my third today, right? All that I'm doing, I didn't even know it could be done this way. I had no idea that this is how it could be done. Somebody was processing me. It looks like you're doing that the hard way. Do you know how easy? And one of them happens to be my daughter. Who's probably, who has, look, who has a psychology degree and is processing all of us. And she was like, mom, she's like, I think you're doing that the hard way. And she said, you know, you could do this and do this and do that. And I'm like, okay, try, let's try it. And, and I, I'm going to tell you about a year went by before I could really truly process it. Literally. Uh, I promise you about a year went by. I could have been at this point if I didn't process it incorrectly with the anxiety the anxiety wasn't there and i have an anxiety of filling out forms like, oh, i gotta give a little coffee <clears throat> been talking a long time we're gonna wrap it up we're at the 41 so we'll finish at the 45 got about four minutes three minutes okay um i and i forget where i was gonna go so let's just go ahead and wrap it up but um i could have been at this point she was processing me trying to process this thing i have oh i was gonna say i have an i have a real anxiety uh, not an anxiety, but I just hate filling out forms. I hate it. My life could be at an entirely different place if I if I could just and I I've even hired people to fill out forms. They didn't live up to the contracts, but I've hired people to fill out forms. I I hate filling out forms. I got a form to fill. Out. I got to fill out a form this morning for something I, for the farmers market I want to do on Tuesday. And I went in the inbox and asked for the information. The information has come. Now here's all you got to do. All the fees are waived. We just need the form. <laughs> because of COVID, you know, there's no fees on anything right now. And it's like, there is literally nothing in between. And what I'm, the delivery that's coming on Friday is going to, I'm going to, I'm testing out uh, a vendor. 
So I've got some things coming on Friday to see how hassle-free this process is going to be. And if it comes and it's right, it's like fill out the form, go do this thing on Tuesday, go participate in this open-air market, and this, that's it. There's nothing else to it but to do it. So see how the delivery comes on Friday, uh, tomorrow morning, I set it up. It, it would have come today at 5, but I was like, I don't, want, I don't want the end of day produce. I want the first thing in the morning. So I set it for the first thing Friday morning. If the if those if that if the ingredients come and they're really good, such as like things that make the lemonade and all that, um, I'm going to participate. I'm going to put everything else in place, fill out these forms, and participate in this in this market. And yes, that's going to give me all kind of anxiety. And yes, I'm going to come on here and talk about it, talk myself out of not out of it, talk myself through it. Um, and life can be different on the other end. That's what you're trying to get to on the other side. Notice how many times in Hamilton they said on the other side. Everything was on the other side. Because trying to process it. We all out here trying to process. Somebody's trying to process you. Somebody's trying to manipulate you. Hopefully you aren't manipulating yourself. That's why I do these how to get out of bed for you to help us stop manipulating ourselves. Stop manip manipulating others. And go ahead and just live our daily lives out of bed. I got up. The bed is made. I'm sitting here drinking the lemonade. I'm actually up early and I don't have to take the dog till about 10. So uh, I'm going to head in and make my juice. And I really need that produce because I only have uh, fruit left. And drinking a fruit juice can sway too much toward the sugar. But I, I don't want to um, leave the liquid situation just yet because like I told y'all with this juicing thing it's instant it's instant okay eight seconds uh you know that everything that we do is thanks through your support that you go and check out dryerbuzz.com which is also shop dryerbuzz.com the bookstore is there as well as uh, the soap things that I talk about and, and of course the lemonade um still still actually I'm getting ready to do a, a platform for that so thank you guys listen I don't know. Are you out here manipulating people? That's my question. I hope you got the right answer. Have a great day. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.